Welcome to day six of the 12 days of Christmas. 12 bonus mini episodes of Big Time Small Talk, where we cover little things, little nuggets, little pieces of thought and hope and joy and motivation. And today, I want to talk about something everyone has experienced, but a lot of people don't like to talk about it. Something that I feel like when you mention that you feel this way to a friend or a family member, you tend to feel like you're being weak. What is that thing? Well, I'm going to share it with you. Let's get into it. So today, I want to talk about something that it seems to me whenever you mention this thing to a friend or a family member or um, some kind of confidant, if you will, it's almost like they're stopped in their tracks. And uh, that thing is loneliness. Loneliness stops people in their tracks. It's almost like no one wants to admit that they feel lonely and no one else likes to hear about it. Because if I, you know, reach out to a friend and I text them or I give them a call and, and they're like, hey, how you doing? And I say, you know, I don't know. Lately, I've been feeling kind of lonely. You're instantly hit with a bunch of platitudes. They say, oh, no, that stinks. Hang in there. You know, the pandemic, 2020, it'll be all right. You know, get go out for a walk. It'll be, you know, do, go do something. And back before COVID, it was like, I feel lonely. You know, why don't you like join a club or get out there, go to a mixer or, you know, start dating more, do online dating. You can do it. Like it's this little sort of rah-rah cheerleading but no real understanding of loneliness. And I think, and I'm not talking about, yeah, I'm just a little bored or whatever. I'm talking about when you feel that sense of isolation and you feel truly alone. There's so much going on. You know, I, I remember when I moved to Los Angeles and uh, I had been living in New York City, and I knew I wanted to live in LA, and I packed my bags, I packed my five bags and my pair of rollerblades, I was a really serious rollerblader back then, and it was 1997, so there's no cell phones, I didn't have a laptop, nobody I knew had a laptop, there was no internet, this is way back when I was, you know, when I was a kid, but <laughs> way back us old folks, but I had a plan. I had saved up $3,000. I didn't have a job. I didn't know anyone in LA, nothing, no family members. I was going to go and start my life. The only thing I had arranged and set up was to be um, a roommate situation. So I was going to rent a room out from this lady, she and her daughter, and um, I was all set. I didn't know her, but she was a friend of or a coworker of somebody that I knew very well. So what I had was ready to go move in to this room. And I get to Los Angeles and I check into my hotel. I remember I checked into the Best Western off of the 405, which is the one of the busiest highways in the country, if not maybe even in the world. When you think of traffic jams in Los Angeles, it's the 405 for sure. 
It's the North-South North South Highway of the state of California that's just jam-packed, right? And so I go and I meet with this woman. I go to her house, beautiful home. I was so excited that I, you know, I'd never been there, but I had picked this place and it was going to be great. And she sits me down in her living room and says, you know, I've changed my mind. I don't really want to do the whole roommate thing. I'm sorry. And I left there technically homeless. I mean, I went back to my hotel and I just cried because I didn't know where I was going to live. Luckily, my mom, who had worked in the travel agency or travel industry, um, had did some wheeling and dealing where I got some discounts at this hotel so I could afford to live in this hotel and not go broke. I lived in that hotel for two weeks. And I remember there were times at night because I would go out every day and I'd be looking for jobs and interviewing and I didn't have a car. So I was taking the bus and I'm just like trying to start my life in Los Angeles and I don't know anybody. And it would be 10, 11 o'clock at night and I would feel so alone. I mean, think about it, 10, 11 o'clock at night, there's a three hour difference in New York, 10, 11, 12. So it's one, two, three in the morning in, in New York City. That's where my friends were. So I couldn't call my friends at three in the morning, right? I mean, maybe, but I just, I'm stuck sitting in that hotel in the middle of a city that has, what, nine million people, I think Los Angeles had at the time, hustle and bustle. Like I said, I'm by the 405. I could see the 405 from my hotel room. And all of this traffic's going by. I hear the planes of LAX, Los Angeles International Airport. I could feel the vibrations of the world being busy because the planes are going by, right? And I mean, Los Angeles filled with millions of people and there's extreme wealth and celebrities and extreme poverty and everyone in between and the entertainment business and so much is there and it's surrounding me but I'm isolated and alone. I don't know where I'm gonna live and I don't have anybody. It's devastating. It was such a feeling of like quiet. The quiet, however, I will say, was disturbed by my very first earthquake, which now I've been through hundreds of earthquakes. I'm like, mm, okay, usually they're pretty short. And you just kind of look up at the ceiling. Okay. And then it's over. I mean, there are some scary ones too. Don't get me wrong. None where I've run screaming outside or anything, but definitely some scary ones, but you get used to them living in California. But the first one, yes, it's scary, but it was more creepy to be honest with you because you live your life. The earth doesn't move. That's just how it is. The wind blows, the trees shift. The, the clouds above, but that's the stuff that moves. And then you get to LA and the earth is moving and it just is weird. So like I said, now I'm used to it, but the first one was bizarre. And I'm in that hotel room. I'm alone, felt my earthquake, you know, first earthquake. And it's just a quiet, isolated, sad feeling. We've all been there. I remember that my, my mind started playing tricks on me. What are you doing? Why did you move here? You loser. 
what, how are you going to get a job? What car are you going to buy? You don't know anything about cars. I just knew I wanted a Volkswagen Cabriolet. Anybody remember that movie, Can't Buy Me Love? There was the white convertible Volkswagen Cabriolet. 1986. I always wanted that car. And I was like, I'm buying it. I want to buy a used car. It's going to be that. But I didn't know how I was going to do any of the things that I needed to do. And I felt alone. And the thing I really notice about loneliness is all the things that we start saying to ourselves, right? I mean, we've got the holidays coming up right now. So sometimes that can be overwhelming. I'm going to have to be with my family or I don't get to be with my family or I don't have family or I don't feel close to my family or whatever. You know, do I have enough money to pay my bills? Do I have enough money to buy presents for my nieces and nephews, for things, my friends, all of the stuff that comes along with holidays as well as, we're in the middle of a pandemic, yikes. Millions of people are feeling loneliness in their lives right now. And I wanted to do a show where we hit it face on. I feel like our society is quickly to decide that if you feel lonely, there's something wrong with you. You know, think about our society. Everything about being an American in particular is about you can do it. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Anything you set your mind to, you can do. Go, be, conquer. Yes, be an entrepreneur. Be a YouTuber. Go out. Live your life. You can do it. You don't need anything. Personal responsibility. You see this on like, I was watching a, an episode of Hoarders on Netflix. Oh, God. Whew. I hadn't seen that show in a very long time, and it's just, wow, the mental illness that grips these people. But this one woman, I mean, her house was just filled to the brim. I should find out which episode that was so I could tell you guys to watch it. I think it was episode two. It's on, Hoarder, it's on Netflix right now. But, wow. They just talked about like she is alone. She just sits in her filth and her, her stuff piled up to the ceiling. And our society is so quick to say that we as the human, as a human being should not feel this, that you are weak, that you are bad, that you're wrong, that you can quickly change it. You know, call that friend and she'll say, get out there, do something, hang in there and just. But the truth is, everyone feels like this sometimes. I do this show. It's called Big Time Small Talk, Stories and Observations Beyond Small Talk. Because it's so easy to just say, hey, how are you doing? Feeling pretty good. How are you doing? And then you just kind of gloss over it. But then you're at home and you're looking at Instagram, and everybody's posting their Christmas pictures, or the things they've been doing, their Thanksgiving, how they, even though we're in a pandemic, they were with their family and friends and eating this delicious turkey with a group of friends. And then you go to TikTok, and people are dancing, you know, everyone's in unison, and they get their six girlfriends together. And you're like, wow, how did you get six girlfriends together? And they're so happy going to Twitter and everybody's laughing and poking it fun at each other and being sarcastic. And you just Facebook, it's all these families and all this stuff. And look at me. 
it just looks like everybody else is living this full life except you except you if you google or look on youtube about any like really famous motivational speaker or entrepreneur or business person or anybody who's in the public eye celebrity they all have stories of feeling lonely and isolated and sad or depressed. Now, obviously, if you right now are feeling depressed, please get help. You can write me at bigtimesmalltalkpodcast at gmail.com. I'm not an expert, but I can definitely turn you on to some resources because there are ways to get help if you're in a deep depression. Please get help. But if you're in this place where it's just, you know, it's a phase. There's a lot going on in your life and the world right now. It is very easy to feel isolated and alone. We can't go out as much as we used to. We can't do as much as we used to. There's negativity on the news, the holidays, everything. It is so easy to feel alone. And yet, our society quickly tells us that there's something wrong with us. If we're lonely, if I went on Instagram right now and, and posted a video and I said, hey, just want to reach out to my followers and say, you know, happy Sunday to you. I myself, I've been feeling a little lonely and it's been hard. I just wanted to share that and I hope anybody else is feeling this way, you know, blah, 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 blah. I think, yeah, some people would be like, oh my gosh, Jody, and whatever, because I'm the one on Instagram, if you look at my photos, I'm smiling, I'm happy, I take jumping pictures. I take, take jumping pictures everywhere I go that's different. I travel a lot, or if I go hiking, I try to take a picture that's a jumping picture, which is, you know, you jump up in the air and you take multiple pictures and it freezes, so you're caught in midair in the photo. And I wanna take so many of those all over the world and someday, you know, compile a book of jumping photos so that I have jumped all over the world. I can look back on it and share it with my grandkids. So that's just my little personal project. But if you look at my social media, I look like the happiest person and I'm not always the happy person. I think if you listen to this show, you will know that. But I think it's important to show our true selves sometimes and to let people know that it is not a weakness, a sign of weakness, if you feel lonely. Loneliness is part of the human condition. It just is. I wish it wasn't, but I think it's important to be able to sit with it and work your way out of it, but not beat yourself up because that's what we do. Oh my God, what's wrong with me in my life? It's not going the way I want. What are you doing? Like all of that stuff that comes into your mind when you're feeling alone and isolated that doesn't help, right? It makes it worse. So what can you do? If you can't call a friend, maybe you don't have that many friends. That's another thing. People look down on you. If you don't have that many friends, what's wrong with you? Me, when I moved to Los Angeles, like I said, here I am living in this hotel. I don't have a place to live. Eventually, I worked my way out of that. I went and I got a job. I got a second job at an apartment and I didn't have to stay in that hotel, thankfully, longer than two weeks. And my roommate, as much as she was quirky, I lived in a, a nice area and I started my life and I started to make friends. But that doesn't mean loneliness completely went away. It happens. There are going to be times in your life if you don't have a big family, if you don't have a, a great big support system, 
that you don't have anyone to reach out to. Or if you do, they just don't really hear you. Which I hope if you know someone who actually expresses that they're lonely, that you will listen, actively listen, ask them questions, try to understand where they're coming from and don't just placate and platitude them. It's going to be better. Hang in there. You know, it will be better and you should hang in there, but people need to be listened to. So what do you do? You can journal, write down your feelings, just start writing, just vomit it all out. If you're better at typing or you like that better, type it all out onto your computer. If you don't want to do either of those things, you know, get the little recording app on your phone and just start talking. Get it all out. Talk about how you feel, you know. If you have a therapist, talk to your therapist when you can. Something. It's just that when all of that stuff is sort of bubbling inside of you and it's stuck there and you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to and you just sort of by default turn on the TV or look at social media and everyone looks like they're living their best lives. Those are the sayings that you see on social media now, right? You know, living my best life, you know, goat, greatest of all time. Go out there and like women supporting women and female empowerment and we got this and Black Lives Matter and it's all about this go and do and be and be involved and yes and sometimes though, you just feel alone and lonely. And there's go and do and be isn't in that moment with you. So if you are listening right now and you feel that way, first of all, thank you for clicking this, right? You took an action. If you forget everything I say in this episode, I hope that you understand that it will pass and things do get better. Find a confidant, find a way to journal, like I said, talk, you know, like to a recording app on your phone, write yourself a letter, mail it to yourself, whatever it takes. But at the end of the day, know that it'll pass and that there's nothing wrong with you because you feel lonely, no matter what our society says. No matter how much empowerment and go and do and be, our society says, it's okay to feel lonely and know that it'll pass. I think it's important to remember that. You're not weak. You're not bad. You're not a loser. It's hard to make friends. It's hard to keep friends. If you don't have a family that you can turn to, maybe your family has turned their backs on you because you're gay or because they don't like how you're living your life, or maybe they've died. Maybe you come from a small family. Maybe your family just doesn't like to communicate. They don't like emotions. They don't value emotions, so they don't want to talk about anything. So you feel like you have to put on a fake smile all the time. All of that stuff. You are not alone. You are not the only one. That's why I do this show. I had somebody tell me, and I really appreciate all the people who reach out on social media and email and let me know that they listen to the show. She said, you know, I felt like you were my friend and you were like in my ear. And that's like the best compliment. I'm here because I am a human being that isn't perfect. I am flawed. I have emotions. 
And I knew that when I turned to entertainment or social media, everybody is just, everything's A-okay. Or it's just a quick hashtag, hashtag fill in blue. Like you're allowed to have anxiety now, that's okay. And you're allowed to be a little depressed, but loneliness, what's wrong with you? You don't have a whole squad. You are flawed and you're not. So I hope that from this episode, this day six of the 12 days of Christmas, you take that from here, from this episode, that you take the idea that you're not the only one. And if you're not feeling lonely, God bless you. Keep up the good work. Continue on. If it's a foreign concept to you, awesome. This was not the show for you. You can click off. Maybe you already did. But for everyone else, it is a human thing to feel lonely sometimes. And I guess that's what I want to kind of close this episode with. It's just part of life. And you're going to get through this. No matter the pandemic, no matter the holidays, no matter your friend group or your family, you're going to sometimes feel lonely and you will get through this. And I'm happy to hear from you. If you need someone to talk to, write me. Right? We'll see what I can do. If you need resources, whatever, like I said, or if you just want someone to listen, we're all in this together. So if you like the show, please click subscribe, leave a review, five stars, we're able. Share it with a friend. Growing a podcast is so exponentially difficult. It really is. If you could just share an episode or two with a friend of yours, you know, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm going to be adding content there, all kinds of stuff that I won't be having here. So you're going to have so many ways to keep in touch with Jody Rollins, right? That's my YouTube channel, by the way. It's just my name, Jody Rollins, nothing fancy. Follow me on Instagram. I'm trying to grow the show so that I have more access, that I can do more things, reach more people, and continue to follow my passion, which is to do this show. So thank you from the bottom of my heart from, for tuning in. I went a little over. I try to keep these around 20 minutes. It's 21 and 29 seconds right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And if you're lonely right now, just remember it will pass. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Oh, <laughs>